Welcome back to the Show Me How to Live Well podcast. Here's your host, Tina Williamson. Hello, Wellness Walkers. Welcome to Show Me How to Live Well. Uh, We are on part three of the 10 ways of Christmas, and we're going to dive right in today. Um, Super, super excited to share 10 more ways we can spread cheer and just goodness in the world. Um, This has been a lot of fun coming up with these. So I hope that you are finding some that are usable and are creating ripples of joy and glee in your life. Uh, That's the intention. Part of showing me how to live well is coming up with ways that we can share with one another uh, to lift each other up and to spread some light out into the world. Um, Last week, on the part two of 10 ways of Christmas, I included coming up with a word for your year. So 2024, my word is illuminate. Uh, and that's the whole intention of this podcast to illuminate the goodness, the positivity, the optimism, the beauty of living well and what that looks like, sounds like, feels like, shows up like. Yeah. So let's start walking and talking. I've got 10 more ways of Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone. Uh, I hope yours are going well. And If these seem silly to you, so be it. You know, um, I'll touch on on habit hacks a little bit later, but at least give them a listen. Who knows? What do you have to lose to give some of these a try? Number one of our 10 ways of Christmas. I want to invite you to go on a celebration blitz. I want to expand self-acceptance for all of us. So just take a moment and reflect back on 2023. Psychologically frame shift and celebrate you, what you did well, what you accomplished, all that you overcame, all that you created, all that you supported, all that you gave. We're still here, so let us celebrate what we've done well. All too often we, fa- we focus on the negatives, what we didn't do right, right? What we didn't do well, what we could have done better. And I'm not saying that's bad. That's actually a very healthy practice. But if we only go that direction, we're never celebrating. And there's massive research out there on how celebration is actually an emotional tool that feeling that creates neuropathways of possibilities in our emotional uh, intelligence. And it's like a muscle. When we celebrate um, the things that we are doing well, it lights up something in our souls. And we tend to focus more on doing more things that create positivity and light in our lives. So let's mind map 2023 and celebrate everything good that we did. What do we have to lose? What do we have to gain? I love that question. What do we have to gain by doing this stuff? Number two, have you ever sat down and created a life board of directors? You know, the governing body 
those people who mentor you, who show up for you, who help you, that person, those people, that person that help you find direction in your life, whether when you're lost or you're stuck or you are scared or you need an opinion, right? Who are those people that you go to? Literally sit down and whether it's a rectangular table or circular table, create a table with a board of directors of your life. And then let's go to number three. Of that board of directors, now that you've determined who sits on that board, make, create a mission statement for your life. On your deathbed, what do you want to have accomplished? What is the most important thing that that board of directors of your life can help you map and stand clear towards. I say go ahead and make a Google Doc and put whatever that mission statement is at the very top of it or go old school and, and type it on a, on a piece of stationery and print it out. And then take a moment and jot a note, type a note, send a note to each of your board members and let them know how important they are in your life, how important they are, how incremental their part in your life is to your mission statement. It's a really cool practice. I did it years ago. I It's been a while, so I think I'm going to redo mine. Um, it is such a life-giving exercise for you and those who sit on your board. Number four, get out your old home videos. Plan a viewing party this holiday season. Maybe you do that annually. We don't do it annually, but we are going to do it this year. And I just think it's such a fun, um, I have chill bumps just talking about it. It's just such a fun experience to reflect and revisit memories with people who have been uh, walking with you as you created your own history, who witnessed your whole life, you and theirs and them and yours. It's just so magical. So I encourage you, you know, and if, you, if they're so old that you don't have a device to play them on, uh, there are companies out there, have them downloaded onto something, a USB or some kind of digital device that you can watch uh, on a big screen to share with the family and, and any friends that may be uh, visiting for the holidays. Number five, Create a customized mixtape of your favorite music for someone special in your life. Wrap it up and put a real big bow on it. Um, you know, there's something very, very magical about listening to the music that is important to someone else. It really gives you a glimpse into their soul and to what makes them tick. Um, it's, you know, it's why teenagers in my day used to, to give a cassette mixtapes to one another, uh, and then later DVDs, um, or CDs, excuse me. And, 
you know, now it's via whatever streaming device you want to share the playlist on. But make a, a mixed playlist and send it to someone special with a big old bow this holiday season. All right. So we are halfway through our 10 ways of Christmas. We're at number six. This one is a doing thing. Um, be a doer of uh, community living, right? When you come across trash on the street, pick it up, bend down, pick it up. If you need to grab a, a tissue or something, get one and just do it. Make it a practice when you see trash on the street, in the aisle at the grocery store, wherever you are, pick it up and throw it in the trash can. Make your environment, our communities, a little bit neater, cleaner, more well-loved. You might even take it a step further. And when you're out shopping this holiday season, if you see something that's out of place or fallen over or on the floor, because someone, this used to drive me crazy when I worked at anthropology, they'd go into the fitting rooms and just leave all the clothes lying about. If you see something like that, put it back on the hanger. Hang it up. Put it back where it belongs. You never know what these little acts of kindness do to bring joy to others, but that doesn't matter. What matters is you're doing it. It's in the joy of doing that we create this ripple effect of better. And when we, um, we multiply everyone doing tiny little bitty things like that, it makes the world a better place. Would you agree? Number seven, at your big holiday dinner this year, make place cards with each guest name uh, and with, uh, you know, pens for each place setting in the same colored ink, write the name of the guest on the place card and then instruct your guest at some point before dinner to pause by the dinner table, flip over the place card, and write on the back the superpower that you think that person has. All right? So if if you are attending the dinner, right, you have to refrain from going and looking at these before dinner. But all you have to do is write what you think the superpower is for each of the other place settings. And then before you break bread, before you, uh, you know, take that first bite and after a, 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 a blessing of the food, have everyone read what others have written their superpower to be. It's such a positive exercise. What reading what others scribe about you um, is it's magical. Again, life giving. It's a gift. So we're at number eight. Is there a family member from whom you're a stranger disconnected? Take a breath. Would you be willing to call them and attempt to reconnect? What would it look like? What would it sound like, feel like, if you were the person, the heart of Jesus, the bigger, healthier, more courageous person who was willing, who was willing to try even at the risk 
of being rejected. Because y'all, what if it doesn't go well? That's where we focus, right? But here's the better question. What if it did go well? What if that reconnection had huge sparks? Focus on that. Play that tape forward. Uh, I have chill bumps again. At the absolute, at very least, would you be willing to pray for that person? Would you be willing to ask God to help you find forgiveness in your own heart? You know, they say forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself, and I believe it's true. As I've learned to do it in my own life, it has unlocked me. It has, it has broken me free of the bondages in my own heart toward others. I've, I've been able to let people go. I've been able to free my own mind and my own heart and become a healer for others in my life who have, I have reconnected with. Our relationships are healing or have healed because I was willing to try and I was willing to forgive because God did that for me. Who am I to not forgive others, right? Ah, I love this stuff. Healthy and whole, capable and willing to risk showing the world what love and forgiveness look like. That's the whole point of this, right? Show me how to live well. So let's have courage this year. Let's find someone in our lives that we're willing to reconnect with. That's number eight. Number nine. This is a fun one. I can't wait to do this one myself. Make a Christmas time capsule for the future. Inside it include pictures of you and family, maybe old Christmas cards, uh, maybe recipes and memories, maybe a current newspaper, maybe menu items or menus of what was served at Christmas. You know, all those little special things. Put it in that capsule. Make it market for five to ten years from now. Give it to your kids. Give it to anyone. Give it to yourself if you don't have children. But it's a really fun gift to pay Christmas forward. And then when you open it down the road in the future, whomever opens that capsule will reflect, will have fond memory. It's such a gift-giving idea. Okay, number 10. You ready for this one? It's number 10 of our 10 ways of Christmas, part three. So it's really number 30, y'all. Wow. If you haven't, if you haven't gone back and listened to the other part one and part two, uh, there are 20 more ways that and ideas of gift giving love and showing the world how to live well. If you want to go back and give them a listen, uh, please do. And then share them with others. Share this with others. Number 10 of uh, our 10 ways of Christmas. I want to invite you to go outside and look up. You know, we spend so much time looking down into our palms, into our phones, into our devices. And I want you to take a moment, go outside and look up at this majestic world. Notice the landscape of your environment. Notice the colors, the temperature, 
Notice the skyline, the shadows and the shapes, the textures, the light and how it falls. If you're among people, notice their faces, their paces. And for a brief moment, wonder where they're going. Wonder about their stories, what's happening in their lives. Look up and just breathe in for a couple breaths. Praise God for your breath. You know, our breath is our constant companion. It's been there since day one. God is our constant companion. I believe he is my breath. And I believe he will be with me as I take my last. So let's praise capital H-I-M as we look up and just ponder the majesty of his paintbrush. Y'all, when we see God in all his majestic painting, when we see that, we observe him. And when we observe him, we see tiny miracles. We see beauty. We see hope and strength and courage. That's showing me how to live well, right? This world is majestic. It's vast, and we only get a very, very short time here. Maybe these 10 more ways of Christmas are like a silly mind game to you. But here's the thing. It's in the mind and the many mind hacks, those habit hacks, where we establish new pathways of possibility. It's in those little bitty hacks of our normal day-to-day, the box-checking things that we do every day. Those are the moments that we create, those little hacks that can have huge effects on how we see and experience the world. We live in a beautiful world. Have you noticed? We are more similar than we are different. Have you noticed? Bad things happen in this world, yes. But we have to focus on the good. We have to spread the good news. It's up to us, you and me, to spread the glee, the cheer, the light. It's up to us to remind one another that we're only here for a little time. We get our hundred years, you know, if we're lucky, if we're blessed. And while we're here, we're here to show each other home, to walk with each other, love each other, help each other, support each other. That's what role modeling living well looks like. That's the intention of this podcast. That's what I want to do for you. And in turn, I want you to do for others. It's paying life well lived forward. So what do you say? Will you go with me on this journey? Will you hold my hand and come with me? across the street, to the good news side of things, where we celebrate not only ourselves and our own accomplishments, but everyone around us and the goodness that they're giving the world, that they're creating 
in our environments. All of these little hacks, all of these little habits and ways of Christmas are an attempt to spread some light, to be the light on the hill, to help others, to love others, to love ourselves and be a role model of what that looks like. Thank you so much for showing up today, y'all. I uh, I have to leave here and go teach a fitness class, and then I have to go to a funeral. So as I came up with these 10 ways of Christmas this morning, I, I reflect on just that thing. It, we have such a little amount of time here. So, you know, in Tim McGraw's song, Live Like You're Dying, uh, it may be a morbid thought to you, but it is such a hopeful invitation that if we spend this day as if it's the only day we have and we pour love and light onto others and into the world, it wouldn't be a bad way to spend the last day, right? Show me how to live well. Y'all, I can't wait for the last phase of our 40 days. You know, I started this 40 days away from the day we celebrate Jesus' birth, uh, Christmas, December 25th. I started it 40 days out. And so we are now 19 days away from Christmas Day. So the last 10 ways of Christmas, I'm going to launch myself um, onto uh, Facebook and do it live. I'm going to spread the last 10 ways of Christmas live. Uh, I will also publish it on Spotify uh, for sharing uh, pleasure and listening pleasure, entertainment pleasure, uh, giggle pleasure, whatever you use this stuff for it. But hopefully you'll share it and spread some love into the world. Um, I will also be sharing it on my YouTube channel, Show Me How to Live Well with Coach Tina. And um, yeah. Yeah, January is full of hope. Uh, my word for 2024 is illuminate. It's the whole intention of this podcast to illuminate goodness into the world, to illuminate steps and pathways and ways of overcoming, creating, sharing. Um, will you go with me? I can't wait. I hope you're as excited as I am. I hope you've come up with your word for 2024 and you're starting to see it manifest all around you. I hope and pray that God is showing you tiny miracles every day and that they continue to be highlighted as you walk the path of living your life out well living your life out loud and showing me how you choose to live well. Peace be with you, my dear friends. Peace on earth and goodwill living well on this beautiful, majestic planet. Ciao.